1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live this morning. I'm Ben Frost, your host for today. We are broadcasting from Holy Spirit Church in Virginia, Minnesota. Just got done with a wonderful interview with Deacon Mark Creechie of the Diocese of Crookston where we looked at the way of mercy and the stations of the cross. And uh, just wanted to to follow up from that conversation, let you know that we're going to continue going through Uh, The Way of Mercy and the Stations of the Cross on April 8th. So make sure that you tune in on April 8th uh, to continue to learn more about those Stations of the Cross. So in this next uh, segment, we're very blessed to have Father Brian Gross from the Diocese of Bismarck. Good morning, Father Brian. How are you today?
0: I'm great. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm doing excellent. Uh, I'm here and j- now joined by Father Brandon Moravitz, and and we're looking forward to this next segment as we look at a Lenten retreat. Uh, but before we get into that, just uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, give us a little introduction.
0: Sure. Yeah, I'm uh, been ordained a priest uh, about 12 years now. I've uh, been in my parish up here in Northwestern North Dakota for it'll be. Uh, coming up here on 10 uh, in the summer, and so born and raised in Bismarck, um, yeah, and uh, it's just great, great to be a priest, and, you know, I'm really excited to, to be in the season of Lent, it's the best season of the year, I think,
2: amen. <laughs> so, amen, yeah, yeah. Hey, Father Brian. It's Father Brandon up in uh, yeah. Virginia here. Uh, you know, as a yeah. pastor, so often you have so many options of retreats and missions and things that you can do. And what led you to a place to choose um, this particular retreat? And and like, tell us a little bit about how you got to the place where you prioritized making this something very important um, in your parish. Yeah, great question. So,
0: um, you know, as we know, the the reality of marriage and how to live marriage in our culture um, is more and more, it's a distorted image that we're given. Um, and, you know, parents parents want to be faithful to each other. Uh, they want to be obviously faithful to God, um, but it's hard. And so, um, yeah, just kind of really thinking about it over the, the last months, um, what, what is something that during Lent we I should do? Um, and just, uh, I really feel the Lord just kind of puts this in the heart, and, and the idea is just to give people, um, more of an awareness of what does it really mean when we say that we're married, that we live, uh, the sacrament of marriage, or we want our marriage to be a part of God's plan, um, and it's, and it's difficult reality. It's really hard, because even folks around us that say, well, yeah, I, I live a Christian marriage, you know, um, just saying it isn't, doesn't make it true, you know? And so, so the hope really is just to give people um, some tools here to to be in in better relationship with each other, certainly, and better relationship with God. You, you can't; those two realities ought to go always go together. How huh? the two great commandments: love God, love neighbor. So, yeah, um, yeah, that, that's kind of where that's kind of why we're doing it.
1: So, Father, do you, you have some speakers coming in for uh, the retreat? Tell us a little bit about uh, what our uh, what people that attend can expect.
0: Yeah, so Father Kovash. Uh, so it's six to nine um, tomorrow night here, Northwestern North Dakota, Watford City, uh, six to nine o'clock. Um, and Father Kovash uh, is from Williston; he's the pastor up in Williston. And so he actually is the priest in our diocese that runs what's called the Corozone program. And so it's the program for you know for marriages who are in trouble. Um, some of you have maybe heard of the Retrovi uh, yeah. um, retreat. Well, this we took RetroVie and and kind of applied some deeper spiritual principles to it, and we call it the Corazon Retreat. And so Brother Kovach, uh leads that, and so he's going to be talking on Christian love, mercy, and forgiveness. Um, there's going to be an opportunity for some private prayer uh, between with the spouses, uh, a little guided sort of meditation on mercy, forgiveness, um, that they can apply, you know, certainly to themselves, but with each other, there's going to be opportunity for confessions and such. And then I'm going to speak um, on the Bible, prayer, and your marriage, and, you know, it's, an, it's such an extraordinarily important—I you, you, mean, you have to pray. You have to pray with each other, you have to pray with your, with your kids, um, and sometimes that can be hard. And I think, I think just uh, kind of giving couples a, a way of using the Bible to pray with each other, sort of like a communal Lectio Divina, uh, is, is really going to be helpful. It's going to be powerful when, when folks sort of start to think—you know, somebody said to me recently, and it was just like an eye-opening thing— Somebody said to me recently, um, somebody in their 30s. They said, "Father, I just realized that I've been reading the Bible like a theology and history book. I didn't, I wasn't reading it like it's a, it's a gateway to relationship, you know." And just sort of hit me like, "Whoa!" I think a lot of people do that, and so kind of giving giving people this opportunity to to pray together with the scriptures. Um, how is that going to nourish your marriage? Uh, give a little teaching on on how you can do that together. Some lexio for the purpose of Greater relationship with God, greater relationship with each other. So those are the two talks.
2: Yeah, that's so so great, Father. Um, and I was I was thinking about one of the traps that I can often fall into as a pastor is like I'm so busy, I've got so much to do, and I think for married couples and families, it, it's ten times worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yep. how like what would you say to somebody that's out there that's just like this sounds really good, but I, I'm just too busy. There's no way that I can do this. And I think that's an often a Disposition that can be out there if this is just another thing to do um, Maybe if you could just make a pitch, you know, just really explaining to people um, the potential of what this could do now, this isn't just something to do <laughs> But it's something that can actually yeah. be transformational um, So how would you yeah. encourage married couples just to really make a commitment to something like this?
0: Yeah, I think of the phrase what you choose is what you become um, and, and so those choices that we make, uh, weekly, daily for God, uh, causes us to become who it is God wants us to become and really who we want to become. We want to be people who are filled with peace and we want pe- we want to be people that love and, and are filled with joy. And, and again, you know, what was constantly yelled at us is you are consumers, and you are people that are created to do activities. And if you're not doing activities with, uh, with your kids or with each other, you know, um, then, then somehow your life isn't worth it. It's not, as, it's not as good as it should be, right? I mean, that's something that we're constantly told. Um, and, and the fact is is that, you know, to choose a, a three hours on a Friday night and really just say, you know what, I'm going to come before the Lord and I'm just going to give Him an opportunity to say to me and to do for me what he's wanted to do for a long time. um, That's never going to be a bad thing. Uh, The Lord um, recognizes, obviously, he makes us, right? So he knows what our desires are. He knows our faults. He knows that things are difficult. He knows that we're pulled in a hundred different directions. um, But to to struggle to make the decision for him uh, is the pathway to freedom. It's the pathway to to hope and to purpose. um, And frankly, it's the pathway to our kids staying in the faith. Um, because that's another thing. If, if the marriage isn't strong, right around Jesus, the kids are they're just they're just not gonna they're not gonna stick around. yeah, they're not going be they're not gonna stay in the faith. and mm-hmm. um, and we see this over and over and over again, right? That's the other thing, you know, as, as pastors we see that. so yeah.
1: it seems to me there could be many obstacles sometimes that hold us back. and obviously, like the busyness of life, but one other other thing that uh, I see uh, in married couples is, kind of the reality of like, hey, come to the church for like an evangelization event. Like, okay, okay, I'll consider coming to that. But when it it comes to marriage, I think many married couples look into their lived experience and they think, gosh, I, I don't have it together. Or, you know, I... Um, we, we're not, my me and my wife, you know, we're not really praying together. I just, I don't, I don't like see a lot of fruit. And, and naturally, like we can look into our, our kind of broken experiences. And the ironic thing is that's exactly why they should be there. <laughs> that's why we're saying, hey, like, come to this, like, let's take steps forward. Let's take steps forward in our faith. But sometimes it's that fear of like, I'm not all together. Therefore, I don't think that I should go. Like, what would you speak to someone? Maybe they're, they're listening right now or in your local community they're like, I need this, but I I just don't feel like I have it all together as a married couple, and therefore I'm fearful, and I'm not going to go.
0: Good, yeah, great point. Uh, I guess my response would be: this retreat wouldn't be we wouldn't be doing the retreat if every marriage was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the The reality is is that no marriage is perfect, no priesthood is perfect. Um, it's it's the it's the constant it's the constant need for us to place ourselves before the lord um recognizing our own brokenness and one of the great things jesus wants us to do is to be is to come to recognize that he's okay with that he's all right with our brokenness he's okay with our weakness he knows uh exactly what that looks like we forget sometimes that jesus had flesh and he walked around and and he really actually experienced um, the difficulties of human life, and he overcomes them through the resurrection. Right. So we come before him in a retreat like this. We say, "Hey, I need I need help. I need to be healed." Um, and Jesus is like, "Yes, I know, and this I know how to do it. Just let me do it. Let me draw closer."
1: And it's uh, again, this isn't just a marriage retreat; it's a Lenten marriage retreat, right? So there's a connection. Mm-hmm. Like everything that you're saying kind of connects into the, the the season that we're in, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the fact of of you know coming before the Lord and, and and desiring Him to to do that conversion in us personally, you know, and then through and then through the through the relationship through the marriage, where right, the two become one, the two become one, um, and so allowing Jesus to, uh, to you know obviously during Lent, prayer, right? Prayer is one of the things we hold up, and, and this is certainly a great opportunity to fulfill. Um, that desire of, of the Lord and, and that desire of the church, to come in and give uh, give the Lord a little bit more opportunity to, to pray. And hey, you know, penance, right? You're going to hear me and Father Kovash talk about penance. So, hmm. That's
1: the yeah. other thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, great. So, how can our listeners find out more? Like they they're intrigued, they yeah, want to go. So like, what, you, what can they do?
0: Sure. If you go to WC Watford City, WC Epiphany dot com. Um, that's our website. There's information there. Obviously, you just type in Watford City Catholic Church or whatever and Google, you'll find it. And right there on our webpage, there's a, a link to the, uh, a link to the flyer. Um, oh, I also want to mention, uh, that there will be childcare, uh, provided by, uh, Wolf Pep Daycare, which is, uh, the daycare here, um, in town. Um, so, and yeah, so just check out our website and, and there's all the information there, six to nine tomorrow night.
1: Fantastic. Well, great. Well, Father Brian Gross, Diocese of Bismarck, thank you so much for joining us this morning, and we wish you the best with your retreat, okay?
0: Thanks, guys. God bless. All
1: right. Thanks, Paul. God bless you. All right. We're going to take a, a quick break, but stay with us. We will be right back here on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion
0: and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.